discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified in you. Father, thank you for this evening. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit who is guiding us and leading us. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you for the spirit of understanding. Thank you, Lord, for great understanding of your word, great insight into your word. Thank you that these things are real in our lives. Thank you that it's not old wives' fables, but it's true to your word, causing us to have results in every aspect of our lives. In a name that is above every name, have we prayed. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Wow. wow it's wednesday night once again yeah. i've been sharing concerning the believer's authority yeah. this is the fifth message on it already yeah. wow what a blessing what a blessing we've shared so many things already so many many things that i believe is helping you or has helped you hallelujah tonight i want to add some more to it and help you some more with some few things that i believe will help you hallelujah in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, you know, we began with this particular verse, the very first day we started sharing along this line. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in what the Lord has done in Christ for you. This is something that God has done in Christ for you and I. He's elevated us into the same place with him. Hallelujah. We are children of God, born of the Spirit, born of the Word. Hallelujah. And we were raised together with Him. It says, Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the revelation of your owner. The word Lord is owner. Be strong in your owner, the one who owns your life. You made Jesus a Lord of your life. And there are some things He did for you. It says, Be strong in Him and in the power. Of his might be strong in him and in the power of his might you know and i was showing the last time he's, that he's talking about his mighty strength iscus kratos his mighty strength if you read the amplified the amplified gives us some some insight into that particular explanation ephesians 6 10 amplified he says in conclusion be strong in the lord be empowered through your union with him do you see be empowered through your union with him draw your strength from him that's that strength which his boundless might provides. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with him. Then he says, draw your strength from him. That strength which his boundless might provides. His boundless might provides. Wow. wow. What, a what a blessing. You know, and then I showed you some scriptures in, in some more scriptures in Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 2, from verse 4. I'm just trying to do a small recap. And then I'll continue the message. Ephesians 2, 4. 
He says, but God, who is rich in mercy, for his love wherewith he loved us. Go to verse 5. Even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us by, together with Christ. Then he says, by grace are you saved. He has made us alive. Says, Even when we are dead in sins, he has made us alive together with Christ. See, I'm alive. Together with Christ. Hallelujah. Look at verse 6. Then it says, and has raised us up together. He has raised us up together. We've been raised together with him. And made us sit together in heavenly places in Jesus Christ. In Christ Jesus. He raised us up together. And made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Are these things just stories? They are not just stories. This is the word of God. This is God's word written to you and I. With our names in there. It is truth. It is a, it is a reality. It is a reality. And you must spend time on these scriptures. For it to be real to you. Then I showed you some scriptures in Ephesians chapter 1 as well. From verse 19. He says that, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power? His power is praying for the church. And he's praying that they'll get to know what is the exceeding greatness of his power. To us what? Who believe? According to the working of his mighty power. So the same thing that he says in Ephesians 6 then is referred to here. According to, the, according to the working of his mighty power, his boundless might, his boundless strength. So the Amplified explains it even further some more to let you know. It says, and so that you can know and understand what is the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe. As demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength. This is the mightiest work of God. God raised Jesus up from the dead with his mightiest. It's called the, the, the operation of the faith of God. God put his own faith to work and raised Jesus up from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. Then it says, and he set him far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Hallelujah. It says that same power which he wrote in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand. You see, in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. So you need to meditate on these words more and more, more and more. Look at verse 22. And has put all things under his feet. I shared with you how that we are the body of Christ. And his feet is actually in his body. It is part of the body. So even if you are the, the, the smallest member of the, of the toenail, or you are um, a cell under the foot of Christ, you are still above all principalities and powers. He says, and he has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. And I also explained to you that he says, the, the actual rendering is this, he gave he made Christ the head of all things for the sake or for the benefit of the church. For the benefit of the church. Hallelujah. So we are not, we are not um, small people, if you like. <laughs> we are big people. We are very important in the kingdom of God. God doesn't joke you, with you at all. Don't joke with your own self. Because God doesn't joke with you. You are special. Now these words must, these words must, must, Dwell in you richly. You see, they must have roots in you. Don't just let them pass through your ears. So tonight I'm going to share with you along some of these lines. 
you know. Don't, don't just let it pass through. Take time off. Spend time with the Word of God. We are on lockdown everywhere. Most of the countries in the world are on lockdown now. Some are partial, some are full. So you have time. What are you going to use your time for? Are you going to be watching Netflix from morning to evening? Or watch a series from morning to evening? Is that all you're going to do? What benefit has that brought to you since you did that? Since you started doing that seven years ago or ten years ago? It hasn't done much for you. All it does is to make you dumb. It doesn't add anything to you. You are not working in the movie industry. So I don't know why you are watching so many, so many movies. <laughs> Hallelujah. Meditate on the word of God. Give yourself wholly to, to, to the word. That's, that's the most important thing you need to do. You see, That's the most important thing you, you need to do. Then I showed you some more concerning how that all this authority that God has given to us and how that God has placed us together with Christ Jesus and has given us the name that is above every name. He has given us the name of Jesus. So I showed you a scripture in Acts chapter 13 from verse 12. We can, we can read, let's read Mark 16 verse 15 first and then we'll come to Acts 13, 12. Mark 16, 15. I'm just trying to go through once again. At least trying, because this, this is the fifth message. We've said so many things already. So many very powerful things. I've quoted so many scriptures already around these things that you need to take a second look at. You see. So Jesus was talking to his disciples and to all of us, you and I. And he, the Bible says, and he said unto them, Mark 16, 15, and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name. In my name shall they cast out devils. In my name shall they cast out devils. So I showed you how that he has given us the name of Jesus. Jesus said, all authority in heaven and earth is given unto me. Go ye therefore. And he gave us the name to go with. Hallelujah. So we are not ordinary. We are seated together with Christ Jesus in heavenly places. And he has given us all authority in his name. All authority in his name. So at the name of Jesus, the Bible says, every knee should bow of things in heaven, of things on the earth, and of things under the earth. Hallelujah. So go to Acts chapter 3, verse 12 to verse 16. We see something very remarkable there. And I want us to start from this particular scripture. It says, and when Peter saw it, he answered. This is after Peter had um, healed the man who was impotent in his feet at the uh, gate of the temple, that gate called Beautiful. You know, he's you know, if you remember, Peter said unto him, silver and gold have I now. Let's look at it. Let's look at it from there. Verse 6. Acts 36. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Peter, Peter knew what he had. He said, such as I have, give I thee. We have something. See, I have something. It's called the believer's authority. Every believer is a haver. A believer is a haver. A believer is the one who has something. He has the Holy Ghost. He's a possessor. He has the Holy Ghost. He has eternal life. He has righteousness. You know, he has the wisdom of God. He has Christ. He has the authority of the heavens and the earth given unto him. So Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, he knew what he has. He had. Such as I have given unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. 
And the man received strength from in his ankle, in, in his bones, from that, that point forward. forward. He says, and he took him by the right hand, this is verse 7, and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he started walking. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And he began to walk. If there's anything crippled and, and disabled around you, the name of Jesus can bring that thing back on his feet in the name of the Lord Jesus. So that name is powerful. That name is special. That name has power. It has all the power that is needed, is required. All authority is invested into that name. He's been given a more excellent name. A more excellent name. I'll show you all these things. A more excellent name. That name works. That name is our authority. We have access to that name. If you are born again, you have access to that name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, I have access to that name. Yeah, you and I have access. We have access. We've been given access to that name. And we can use that name. You don't need much to use the name of Jesus. You don't need much to use the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is, is a package that you have. All you need to do is to believe in the fact that you have that package. And believe in the fact that that package, that name, does. you believe in what that name does. That's all. So, there's something that confuses a, a number of people, you know, in, from verse 12. Acts chapter 30, chapter 3 from verse 12. He says, and when Peter saw it, when he saw the people, because the people was, were, were, were marveled, were shocked at what had been done. So when he saw the people, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us, as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his son Jesus, whom he delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But he denied the Holy One and the just and desired the murderer to be granted unto you and killed the prince of life. Jesus was the prince of life. He's the prince of life now. And killed the prince of life, whom God has raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. Then he says, and his name, and his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong. And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And his name, through faith in his name. Through faith in his name. Through faith in his name. His name, through faith in his name. Now, what does this mean? Some people read this and think that what it means is that you must have some great faith before you can use the name of Jesus. You know, if, your faith, if, your, if, if the name didn't work for you, it means that you didn't have faith at all. If you've read your Bible, you will know that God has given us faith. He has given us, everyone, faith, the measure of faith. Reading Romans chapter 12, verse 3. He says that, let's read it, Romans 12, verse 3. For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So God has given every man the measure of faith. We've all been given the measure of faith. We all have faith by God's grace. You, see, you need that faith to be born again. Without faith, you couldn't have been born again. Because faith is believing in something you have not seen with your physical eye. Believing the word of God. Believing what God says irrespective of what you have seen or have not seen. Taking a step, irrespective of what, irrespective of what you can see or cannot see. 
because God's word says to take a step. That's faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The, the smallest faith that you needed to get born again is that same faith you need to use the name of Jesus. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. Because the name, the name comes with its own ability. It comes with its own power. You don't need to do anything extra. Now, all through the scriptures, you don't see anywhere where he mentions faith with respect to the, the name of Jesus. Because the name of Jesus carries his own power. So long as you understand what that name represents, and you understand what that name is, you are good to go. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. That's all that is your understanding concerning the name that matters. That's all that matters. Your understanding concerning the name of Jesus is all that matters. Now, let me show you some scriptures. If you read in 1 John chapter 3, verse 23, John says something very remarkable there. He says, and this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of the Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. He says, and this is a commandment, that we should believe on the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. Now, Someone read this and think that, oh, it means that, what is, what is he saying? What is, he's saying that we should, we should uh, believe, if, if you don't believe in the name, it can't work for you. Or you need, to, you need to believe in it every single day. Now, there's something you need to do with respect to your faith. You need to work on your believing. That's little, what I'm trying to say is that that little faith that you have is enough to use the name. All you need, you need is to understand what that name represents and what that name is. And understanding that name is, is working on your believing with respect to that name. Please, you understand what I'm trying to say. Now, faith is not the same as believing. And believing is not the same as faith. They are two different things altogether. One is a verb, one is a noun. One is a verb, one is a noun. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> you are wondering which one is a verb and which one is a noun. Go and look for it. So the name of Jesus carries his own power and authority. All you need to do is to understand and appreciate what God has said concerning that name. Believe in what God has said concerning that name. That's what you need. What has God said? And I've showed you all the things that I've said about it, about the name of Jesus. I've showed it to you. Now what you need to do is to meditate on what the word of God says. That is working. Meditation is what works on your believing. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The more you hear the word of God, the more your faith rises. The more your faith rises. Now, the more you meditate on the word that you've heard, the more your believing works. The deeper you go in terms of your believing. And God wants you to believe exactly what he has said concerning, because the name works. The name works. The name works. So Peter was saying, it is, it is my faith, it is the faith that I have concerning that name. The believing I have concerning that name. That has made this, this man walk. I understand that name. You see, it is my faith in that name that has made this man walk. My little faith, my small faith, the faith I had when I got born again is what causes man to walk. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All you need to do is to believe in that name. Believe in the, in the fact that that name works in the fact that all authority in heaven and earth has been given to, to Jesus Christ. And that authority is, in, is invested in that name. 
and that at that name, truly at that name, look at Philippians, Philippians chapter, chapter 2, verse 9. What has God said about the name? What has God said about the name of Jesus? This wherefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Now, whether you like it or not, that is the truth. God has given him a name which is above every other name. Then he says, at that name, that's verse 10, that at, that, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. At the name of Jesus, like as soon as you mention it, every knee should bow. Now, the difference between it's working for someone and not working for someone is not because there's a problem with the name. There's no problem with the name. But one believes that the name will work. The other does not believe that the name will work. One understands that the name has to work. He says that every knee should bow. The other version that says must bow. Every knee must bow. It's a must. There's no doubt when it comes to using the name of Jesus. It works. No matter what you think, no matter what you, you, you have in your heart, it makes no difference. That name works. He says, at that name, it's like, it's like a principle that has been laid down. It's like gravity. If you jump up, you will come down. It's, it's a law that exists. It's a law that exists. And it doesn't matter whether you trust in that law or not. Try it and see if it will not act on you. Gravity says whatsoever goes up must come down. If you stand on a square building and jump, you will not fly like Superman. Or fly like Spider-Man. You will come down. You will come down. Why? Because there's a law that has been set. Jesus' name is a law that has been set by God. <laughs> it's a law that has been set by God. Just as you don't need faith for gravity. You don't need faith for using the name of Jesus. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. All you need to do is to understand. Understand that this law has been set. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So there's no need to... Like, I'm, I'm, I'm working my faith. Like, I'm trying to see whether it works. No, it works. It works. All you need to do is to understand the fact that it works. It's just like what we do with every other part of the Bible. Every other part of the scriptures. With respect to healing, with respect to believing the fact that God has healed you in Christ is what matters. You see, believing in that's what matters. The littlest of faith that you can you need has been given to you, and that faith can do everything in the kingdom of God. Wow. It can do everything in the kingdom of God. Yeah, it can do every, it can get you healed, it can get you to succeed, it can get you to do everything. So don't exclude yourself with, with when it comes to these things. Or I don't my faith, I don't have much faith. I don't have much faith. Jesus said if you have a, if you have faith as little as a grain of mustard seed, you shall see onto this mountain. Be that removed. I'm just trying to remove it out of your mind that oh I need some strong, I need to I need to exercise my faith some more before I can use the name of Jesus. No, no. No. Jesus didn't say those who have faith in my name shall cast out devils. He said, In my name they shall cast out devils. Because you are, you are a believer. That is the qualification. You are a believer. I'm a believer. And because I'm a believer, that name works. Mark chapter 16, verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. So as soon as you believe, that's what you do. You cast out devils. As soon as you believe, the next thing is that you cast out devils. He didn't say as many as... Uh, uh, as many and, and them that believe and are working their faith and increasing in their faith, they shall cast out devils. No. After six months of exercising themselves, after a 40-day fast, after 
prayer for 75 hours, they shall use my name and then it shall work for them. That's not what Jesus said. Please, is that what Jesus said? That's not what Jesus said. What do you need to do? Just believe. Just believe. Get all the facts concerning his name, all the scriptures concerning his name, like we've showed you, and start something called meditation. Start thinking on what he has said concerning his name. Start meditating on it. That's what you need. Start meditating on the name. Start believing some more concerning it. You believe in the name. You do. You believe in his name. Now, for it to work for you, you need to believe more and more and more and more and more. How? By settling some more with respect to meditation. Settling in the word. Settling in the word. Putting the word in and settling. Let the word of God enter concerning this particular fact. It's a fact. It's a principle. Who are those who jump on top of story buildings? It's only children. Why? Because they don't understand. It has not yet come to the understanding that they, we don't jump. <laughs> but even any wise child, when he jumps the first time and gets hit, he will not jump again. No, 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 he will not jump again because he has learned by experience that, Charlie, the thing if you jump up, you will come down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So I'm, I'm saying all these things to erase that thing in your mind. Oh, I, I need to, I'm not qualified. Or oh, I need to rise up to a certain level before I can use that name. When I become a pastor, then I can use that name. When I become a prophet, then I can use that name. No, it's not like that. It works now in your present state. It works. If you use it, you will see your results to the glory of God. All you need is to understand it some more. All you need is to believe that's why John wrote that scripture there. He says, 1 John 3, 23. Look at 1 John 3, 23. He says, and this is the commandment, that we should believe on the name of the Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. This is the commandment of the Lord, that we believe in the name of the Son of God. Believe. Work on your believing. How? Through meditation. All you need to do is to believe what God has said about that name. He says, at that name, at that name, at that name, Every knee should bow. It's true. It's not false. He says, at that name, every knee should bow. At that name, Philippians chapter 2, verse 9. Oh, I love this. At that name. God has set his name. It's the truth. God has set his name. He has given a name which is higher than every other name. Not only in this world, but in the world that is to come. It's a, it's a truth. It's a reality. That is the truth. Makes no difference what you think or do not think. That is the truth. That is why people don't, who don't even understand the name, even use it and then it works for them. Yeah? It's an effect. Something happens. Because it's a principle, something that is there, that works. Philippians 2.9. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Next verse. But at that name, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. He's Lord to the glory of God the Father. That is the truth. That is the truth. So believe. What are you going to do with these scriptures? You are going to have to meditate on it. Just meditate on it. Just get it deep down into your heart. Get the word concerning his name and your authority inside your heart through meditation that's what you need to do get it inside your heart deep inside your heart through meditation working on your believing has to do with meditation maybe you've heard it but you've not really 
thought about it. Meditation means to think about or to care about. If you read in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 15, 1 Timothy 4, 15. This meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Meditate upon these things. The word meditate there means to care about. To care about something. Yeah, to care enough about something to think about it. It's like uh, taking care of something. Jesus, God, God, uh, Paul, Paul mentions, Peter rather, mentions that be anxious for nothing. Or be careful for nothing. You know, the, word, the same word for careful is the same word that is used for meditation here. You see, it means that thinking about something, pondering or bothering about something. So meditating on the word, but meditating on the fact of God's word concerning the name and concerning your authority is what you need to do. To have that name work for you more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Meditate upon these things. Give yourself holy. This is BB. He says, have a care for these things. You see, BB says, have a care for these things. Give yourself to them with all your heart so that all may see how you go forward. Yeah, so that all may see how you go forward. How are you going to go forward? By taking care for the word. Giving attention. Basically, that's what he's saying. Giving attention. So in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, look at Proverbs 4, 20. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. This my son, attend to my words. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my saying. In other words, my son, give attention to my words. Give attention to my words. Incline thine ear. Give your ear to my sayings. Hear more about the name. Do you see? Hear more about the name. Then it says, let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them. And help to all their flesh. In other words, the word will work for you. The word will work for you. If you keep it in your heart. The more you keep it in your heart, the more it works. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So you get the word inside concerning his name, his authority, and his authority for you. So all the things that I've shared with you in the last few um, days. Get the scriptures. Get the messages. Listen to them. Get it in. Start thinking on them. Don't just listen to the message. Do you see Get the scriptures, look at them, think about them, ponder on them, meditate on them. That's what I'm talking about. There are a number of people who, are, who have learned how to listen to messages. So they keep listening. More faith is coming to them. That's true. But then they never take the time to sit down to actually think on the word that has come to them. There are two different things altogether. I'm not trying to discourage you from the, the first one. No. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to encourage you concerning the second one. A bit more because you are used to the first one. Most of you are into getting into the listening. You are listening, but you've never sat down to actually think on what you have heard. So you have a lot of faith, but then you've not been able to put it to work. Faith is a noun, and believing is a verb. Believing is the action. Can you imagine? I said it earlier. I didn't. I didn't explain it to you. Now I'm explaining it to you. Faith is a noun. Faith is a noun. So it's like getting food. You are getting food. But eating the food is another thing altogether. Food is coming around you. You are putting food around you. You've gotten a, a, a bowl of rice. Another bowl of kinky. Another bowl of uh, tz. Another bowl of something. You are, just, you are getting a lot of food around you. But you have not started eating any. Meanwhile, the way the food gets in is by your eating. Not by getting the food around you. 
Please, you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So you can have big faith, and yet that faith is not strong because you've not learned to use. You've not learned to exercise your faith. You've not, and exercising your faith is believing. Can you imagine? Exercising your faith is believing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I'm wondering what you're thinking about. Believe in the word. Concerning his authority. Concerning the fact that he has given you authority in Christ. Okay? Now, get the word in. Look at Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 10. Ezekiel 3 10. I want to show you some scriptures. Then I'll talk to you about meditation. We need to meditate. We have to. This is it. We have to meditate. We have to think on it. We have to think on it. Every day you get some. Sometimes I can go one whole week and I'm thinking about just one scripture. Think about just one scripture. Just meditating on one scripture. Getting it. Some people ask me questions. So how come you, you, can, you, can, you can remember this? I've thought about it. That's why I can remember. You have heard, but you've not really taken time to think on. You must think on. Take your time to think on. Think on the scriptures. Think on the word. Ponder on it. Care about it. You see. If you are taking care of something, you give it attention. You look at it. You keep looking at it. You say, my son, keep looking. Let your eyes not depart from, from, my, from my word. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 10. Message version. It says, then he said, son of man, get all these words that I'm giving you inside you. Listen to them obediently. Make them your own. Make them your own. Make them, maybe you've heard the message, but it's not yet your own. I have said mine. What about you? <laughs> is, it, is it yours? It's not yes, yours. What are you going to do? You have to make it yours. How do you make it yours? He says, get it inside. Then he said, son of man, get all these words that I'm giving you inside you. Get them inside you. Because it will not work if it is outside of you. He wants you to put it inside first. When you put it inside you first, then it can work outside you. Look at the next verse. And now go. After I've gotten it inside, now you can go. Go to the exiles, your people, and speak. Tell them this is the message of God the Master. Speak your peace, whether they listen or not. Make the word your own and speak it as your peace. So when you understand the name, when you've, when you've meditated on the name and you understand it, you see that it works in, a, in another way for you. When you, say, when you are mentioning the name of, when you say in the name of Jesus, it comes with a certain emotion. Because you have a certain understanding concerning that name. It comes with another emotion. It comes with another emotion altogether. It brings a rush of the understanding that you have to you. You know that at that name, every name must bow. It's not something that someone has said that you have heard. You know it and you know it and you know it for yourself. You understand it for yourself. You know that you have authority and you have every right to use that name. You know that you are part of the body of Christ. You are a member of the body of Christ. And Christ is made head of all things for your sake. So when you are mentioning that name, whatever it is that you are directing that name to has to respond. Because they know that you understand. All the demons know that you understand the name. All the sicknesses and diseases know that you understand. It's not every sickness and disease that is demon related. There are some that are not demon related. I'll talk to you about it the next time. You see. The sicknesses have, they have, they have ears as well. They can hear. And they will respond. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What are you going to do? Look at Ezekiel 3. You know, so we just read from verse 10. Let's go to verse 1 now. 
Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, eat that thou findest. Eat this roll and go speak unto the house of Israel. The roll was the word of God. He says, eat this roll. You see, eat this roll and go speak unto the house of Israel. Verse 2. So I opened my mouth and, I, and he caused me to eat that roll. And he said unto me, Son of man, cause thy belly to eat and fill thy bowels with this roll that I give thee. Then did I eat it, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. And he said unto me, Son of man, go get thee unto the house of Israel and speak with my words unto them. He had made the word his word. So he could go and speak the word because he had personalized it. He was not just a, a conduit through which the word was coming. He had made the word personal. He had eaten the word. You need to eat the word. These scriptures that have been given, I don't know if you've been writing and documenting the things. Yeah. If you haven't, go back and go and listen to the words. Yeah. The word that we shared with you in the last four sessions. Yeah. And write all the scriptures down. Look at them once again. Look at them the second time. Look at them the third time. Look at them as many times as possible. Memorize it. Start thinking about it. That is how Christianity... Sometimes you wonder. Because people go to church over and over and over and over again. There's no, there's no change. Because you go on a Sunday... You hear something, you forget about it throughout the week. You come the next Sunday, you come and hear something, you forget about it, you go the next Sunday. That's, that's just how it is. How? I mean, which, which, which uh, uh, exam did you pass that way? Which exam did you pass that way? You don't pass exams that way. You don't pass exam by going to the lectures once a week and leaving the, the books away for the whole week and doing something else. I mean, you don't expect to pass. How can you expect to have the word work for you in a certain way when you behave like that with it? It's not going to work. The sickness will not go. Those things will not cease. Because you've not really taken time with it. Everything needs time. The word of God needs time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need to give it a certain kind of attention. That's why I'm talking to you like this. Because a lot of Christians ask questions. How come it's not working? It's like you see someone else and then it's working for him. And you see yourself, it's not working for you. It's because you've not, taken, you've not taken time yet. You don't really understand what is going on. You don't really understand. You've not got it in yet. You've not eaten it. When you eat, the food becomes a part of your body. And you get to use it. It becomes a part of your muscles. It gives you strength. It gives you energy that you can use. You see. But as long as it's just sitting around you, the fact that food is sitting around you does not mean that you've eaten it. You've not eaten it. You, have, you will be very hungry because you are not eating the food. How do you eat the food? Through meditation. Meditation. Thinking on the word. Thinking on the word. Thinking on the word. Thinking on the word. There are times where I'll get, I want to understand a particular subject in the Bible. I'll get my Bible, I'll get books around it. Sit down and then just be reading. Getting things inside. After I've gotten them inside, I just sit and just think. I think. I think on it. Over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over again. Through meditation, you can, you can visit the word of God. You can have a visitation with the word of God. Yeah. You can have experiences with the word of God through meditation. That's the truth. You see what it means to have authority with God. With God. You will know what it means. You will have understanding concerning it. You will just, you will just have understanding. Whenever that subject, subject is raised, it's, it stirs up in certain kinds of emotions in you. 
<laughs> certain holy emotions in you because you have an understanding concerning it. You've spent some time with it. Don't just gloss over things. You, see, you don't find gold on the surface of the earth. You find gold under the earth. Deep down. Deep down. When you spend time with it, you will get your results. I don't want to just get you to become excited and not have any results. They say religion is the opium of the people. It's the opium of the masses. Because it makes you high, but it doesn't give you any, any fruits, any results, any substance. It just makes you high. They become excited. Ooh, ooh, ooh. They shout and then they go away. That's not Christianity. Christianity is a life. Christianity is not a religion. It's more than a religion. It's a life. It's a life of God. And the way that life is exposed to you is by taking time to think on it. So every subject, no matter the subject that is taught, take time on it. Take time. You need to take time on it. I don't know if I'm, if I'm making sense at all to you. Revelation chapter 10, verse 1 to verse 2. Revelation chapter 10, from verse 1 to verse 2. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was upon his head, and his face was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. What a strange angel. He was clothed, his clothing was a cloud. Go back to verse 1. His clothing was a cloud, and he had a rainbow upon his head. The crown on his head was a rainbow. And his face was as where the sun. His face was shining as much as the sun. And his feet as pillars of fire. What an angel. What an angel. This mighty angel had something in his hand. Next verse. Verse 2. And he had in his hand a little book open. He had just a little book. This big angel, great angel, had just one thing, a little book in his hand. Open. And he set his right foot upon the sea. Can you do that? And his left foot on the earth. That means he was a very big angel. One foot on the sea and another foot. He's not talking about you standing with one of your legs in the sea and the other one on the, on the seashore. It won't work. Because the waves, the waves, yes, the waves will go and come. Go and come. But this guy had his foot in the middle of the sea. And the other on the shores of the, the, the land, you know? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Remember, he had a little book, right? Jump to verse 8. And the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again and said, Go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel, which stand upon the sea and upon the earth. Next verse. And I went unto the angel and said unto him, Give me the little book. And he said unto me, Take it and eat it up. And it shall make thy belly bitter, but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. Next verse. And I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up. And it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. Wow. And he said unto me, thou must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. Brother, sister, you cannot prophesy. You cannot utter words of divine ability. If you have not eaten that little book. What is that little book? The information that we are giving to you is that is, is from the contents of that book. It says, eat it up. How do you eat it up? I've told you. Meditation. Meditation. It's meditation after all is said and done. Every single thing that is in the scriptures. After everything is said and done. Whatever message you listen to. The key to having fruits with that message is meditation. After all is said and done. So meditation is something you should not take out of your life. A lot of Christians are not into meditation. Yeah. A lot of Christians. 
They are not into meditation at all. They read the word, they hear the word, but then they don't take time to think on it. Your quiet time is powerful. But what do you do during your quiet time? Do you just read some pages and then you jump off and go? Or you read some pages, take some aspect of it, sit down and think. You need to start th- thinking or start sitting down to think. Practice it, you'll be surprised. That's what brings you progress. That's what brings I showed it to you. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 15. It says, Meditate on these things. Give yourself holy. He says, Give yourself holy to this particular thing, to meditation. Give yourself holy to them. That thy profiting may appear to all. Your progress. The amplified causes progress. Let's cut the amplified. First Timothy 4 15. Practice and cultivate and meditate upon these duties. Throw yourself wholly into them as your ministry, so that your progress may be, may be evident to everybody. Your progress. How many of you want to progress? You want to progress in your life? You want to make advancement in your life? Meditate on the word of God. So understand, so we are talking about your thought. This is generic. It's for everything in the Bible. Now we are being specific with authority in the name. We have authority and we have authority in the name of Jesus. So thinking on your authority and thinking on the authority in the name of Jesus makes that name work for you more than you can ever think about. Now, the key to fruitfulness is in meditation, understanding. Meditation brings you understanding. It gives you light. It gives you light. Yeah. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. That's in uh, Joshua, uh, Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Let's look at it. This, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth. Because one of the things about meditation, you see, the word meditation in the Hebrew is Hagar. You see, Hagar. And uh, 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 it means to matter the word. It means to talk the word, to talk it under breath. Okay? That's the first meaning. It means to talk under breath, to talk. It, it, it means to chew the card, first of all. You see the way uh, you have uh, uh, these ruminants, uh, like goats and cows, sitting under a tree during the, the, the afternoons, and then they will regurgitate what has been chewed, and then chew it back once again properly, and then put it in their proper stomach. You see, they have four, four chambers. Every Christian has four chambers as well. Listening to the word of God brings the word to you. That's the truth. It brings faith to you. But it goes to the first stomach. It goes to the first chamber. After it's gotten to the second chamber, the first chamber, you need to bring it out and meditate on it. The reason why you heard it was for the purpose of meditation. So most of us have our first chamber with a lot of food that has never been put into the body actually. It's never been processed. You've been hearing and hearing and hearing, but it's not yet inside. It's not yet part of you. It's in your first chamber. It's just like that food available around you. You've not actually eaten it. You see, no matter how many, how many times a goat eats or a cow eats grass from the ground, if that goat does not do the regurgitation of the, the card, the chewing the card, it's not going to work. It will die hungry. That's the truth. That's the truth. It will die hungry. You, you will see it moving around eating. But that is, not, that is not it. That's just the beginning. The real thing, the real deal is in sitting down to regurgitate and thinking. Then chewing. Then it goes back into the proper stomach. Then it becomes a part of it. Then it can grow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Yeah. Yes, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate, but thou shalt meditate. Thou shalt think on. Thou shalt chew the card. Thou shalt talk under your breath. Thou shalt roar. It's one of the meanings to roar, to roar the word, to roar what you're hearing. As you're thinking on it like that, you just, it just starts coming to you in a certain way. It's, it, 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 it starts working in you in a certain way. It starts pushing you in a certain way to start talking in a certain way. The name is working for me. Yeah. When, when you're talking about the name, it, like I said, it comes with some emotions. It comes with some You'll be surprised. You, you can't, it's not fake. It's real. This is the reason why a lot of people say, oh, this one is not real. I've heard about this. I've heard about that. I've heard about this. I've heard about that. I've been a Christian for a long time. I've never seen it. Because you never actually meditated on the word. You never did. You, you just ate it. You ate. Yes, you had it coming to you. You had it coming to you. You had it coming to you. But then you've nev- you never actually ate it. You are actually still very much hungry. So you see people going and then they'll say that I'm tired. This thing does not work. I've been hearing it. They said the name of Jesus. They said we have authority. I tried it. That's a problem. You've been trying. You don't, we don't try. We do. We are doers of the word. We are not triers of the word. So long as you are trying, it's not going to work. We are doers of the word. We are not triers. We are doers. We are word practitioners. You see. We are word practitioners. So take time. Take time. Seriously. You need quality time. You need quality time to get these things inside proper. What we are doing is just the first level. Just the first level. You know, when you are hearing the word of God like this, you are enlightened. It brings you light. It's the entrance. It's the entrance of the word, give it light. So you are enlightened. Wow. It makes you know that, hey, this thing is real. This thing exists. That's what, that's what preaching does for you. It opens you up. It feeds you with knowledge and with understanding. It says, I'll give you pastors. Who shall, according to my own heart, who shall feed you with knowledge and with understanding? It brings you enlightenment. The more you hear, the more it gives you understanding. Do you see? You take your time with it. It gives you understanding. But hearing is just the first step. It's just the first step. To be honest, it's just the first level. You need to take time. Or else you say it doesn't work. You will say it. You will come and say that, oh, we had these things online some time ago. They were doing these online services during the, the lockdown and during the... In 2020, in March, they were doing this and they were listening to it, but we didn't really see anything. It's now 2024. Me, I use the name, it's not working for me. Nothing give the name. They are deceiving us. That's what you say. Nobody's deceiving you. Take time. That is why I'm spending some time to tell you that don't just hear it. Don't just hear it. Take the scriptures. Maybe, you see, I keep reminding you of some of the scriptures. Maybe you've forgotten. Already yeah. forgotten. Yeah. How is it going to work? Sit down. Take it one by one. Ephesians 1, 19 to 23. Ephesians 2, 1 to 6. Ephesians 6, 10. Colossians three fifteen. You know, you look at it one by one. Matthew 28, 18. Mark 16, 17. Go through them. Philippians 2, 9. Go through them one by one. One by one, one by and start thinking. Just sit down and start thinking. Start relating with it. Now you may not, you may you may forget some of the tenses. That's why you need to have the Bible by you. If you are forgetting, just look at it again. There's nothing wrong. Then you continue thinking on it. Continue like that. Think on it. Hallelujah. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein, day and night. It's a day and night affair. Day and night.
The word of God is not an easy way out. It's not. You thought wrong. It's not an easy way out. No, it doesn't work like that. Okay? This is what the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. It causes you to do all that is written according to the word of God. That's what he's saying. You see, that thou mayest observe, as you meditate, it causes you to observe all that is written therein. Then he says, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. You can make your way prosperous. It's actually dependent on you. Nobody can do what I'm telling you for you. It's not possible. No problem can do it. No laying on of hands can do that for you. No seed can do that for you. That's the truth. No amount of following can do that for you. No amount of loyalty can do that for you. No, no, no. You need to do it for yourself. You need to get loyalty, faithfulness, and following is not a substitute for meditation. It's not at all. You need to find time for yourself. So you can follow a man of God and not be meditating on the word of God for yourself. You will see that it's like he is prospering and you are not prospering. It's like he is going forward and you are not going forward. Why? Because you are not doing what he's doing. You will start complaining soon and very soon you stop following. Loyalty, it doesn't substitute for your growth in the Lord. No. Growth is by certain means. One of them is meditation. Okay? So don't be deceived. Don't deceive yourself. It says, then shalt thou make thy way prosperous. You shall make your way prosperous. And then thou shalt have good success. You will have good success. Same thing is written in Psalm 1. Verse 1. Blessed is the man who does not sit in the seat Let's look at it. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight, his joy, is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. It is in his law does he hear day and night. You hear. After you've heard, you meditate day and night. It's meditation that you need to do day and night. Please, get your scriptures straight. By, but his life is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. Then he says, he shall be. After he has done this, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters. Without doubt. Not at all. That bringeth forth his fruit in the season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Whatsoever, whatever he applies it into will work. Makes no difference. Because he has meditated. He spent time to meditate on what it is. These signs shall follow. So it's just picking the word of God and then thinking on it. These signs shall follow them that believe. These signs shall follow them that believe. These signs shall follow them believe that believe. I believe. Oh. In my name shall they cast out devils. In my name, in His name, when I cast out the devil, it works. In my name, in my name shall they cast. I believe. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. In my name shall they cast out. Ah, I cast out devils. You, might, you see that the reality will start, it will start dawning on you. The next time there's a challenge and you lift your hand like this. You will not be shaking. You will not do it in fear. Do you know people have called the name of Jesus out of fear and didn't work? Oh, so many times. You've had people having dreams uh, and uh, someone was pressing their neck. There was this demon sitting on their chest pressing their neck. And then they would do G. G, G, G. And nothing is happening. You are trying to mention it. They will mention Jesus at the still. It's not working. Why? Because you don't know the power that it comes with. You don't know the power in that name. You don't know it. You don't know it. 
You don't understand it. Why? Because you never bothered to think about it. There's a plane coming down, you know. There was a plane that was going to crash in Nigeria. And there was this young lady in the plane who knew the word and had spent time on it. As the plane was coming down, the pilot announced that that's it. We are, we are done. We are done for. We are going. We are dying. You know, and when the plane is coming down, there's nothing you can do about it. And everybody in the plane was shouting, mentioning Jesus' name. Jesus, 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 Jesus. She stood up and shut everybody up. All of you, keep quiet. Stop mentioning the name of Jesus out of fear. We will all die if you continue doing that. She took charge of the plane. At least her portion where she was. And then she started praying. And started declaring in the name of Jesus. This plane will not crash. In the name that is above every name. The name of Jesus will hold this plane. And will land safely to the glory of God. Guess what? The plane landed safely. Mysteriously landed safely. Everybody came out of the plane. When they came out, they were all saying thank you to her. God bless you. God bless you. see, because you, could, you, you can have so many people. You say Jesus, everybody will die. Everybody will die. You'll be surprised. Why? Because you are mentioning it out of fear. You don't understand it. You are mentioning the name. But you don't understand what it does. If you, you see, you can say, Jesus. But then in your mind, there's nothing in your mind. I don't know if you get it. Like, there's no, you, you, you are not thinking that that name comes with some power. And that that power is what is going to make whatever challenge you are having go away. It's, there's no expectation. It's, it's off. It's just something you are saying. Hoping that something will happen. Other people have spoken. No, oh, this, this thing doesn't work. I said Jesus' thing. Nothing happened. Pastor, how come I've been saying Jesus' thing? You've not spent time on it. That's why. You don't understand it. This is what causes you to prosper. Meditation. So please, spend time. I beg you. I beg you. That's, that's why I'm spending time with this particular thing. Yeah, there's no other way out. Spend time with it. Work on your believing by meditation. Save your soul by meditation. Do you see? In 3 John 3... Third John is just one chapter. Third John 3 says that I wish above all things is a wish. I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health. Even it is contingent on your soul prospering. The prosperity of your soul is key. And what is the prosperity of your soul? How does the prosperity of your soul take place? Through meditation. Romans 12, 2. And be not conformed to this world. But being transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. By the renewing of your mind. How is your mind renewed? Through meditation on the word. It's meditation on the word that causes your mind to be renewed. It is so that you may prove. You can prove. That good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It is up to you to prove the perfect will of God for your life. So... We, we, we want to produce results. God loves you. That's why he's talking to you like this. Okay? So the name works. It's a principle. It works. It works. Whether you believe it or not, it works. It has its own power. It has its own authority. The truth is that you have been seated. You have been elevated. elevated you are seated together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. That's the truth. Believe it. Work on your believing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This book of the law shall not depart. Shall not depart. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And in it does he meditate day and night. So get these scriptures together. I've tried not to mention so many scriptures today. 
so that the old ones, you can get them. <laughs> you can get the old ones so that you can think on them over and over and over and over again. That is the only way. Nothing else works. Nothing else works. So that when you're mentioning that name, when you say I'm making progress in the name of Jesus, you, you know that you know that you know that you're making progress in that name. When you say in the name of Jesus, you devils, desist from what you're doing. I cast you out in the name of the Lord Jesus. You would know and you would know that you know that truly you will not have any doubt in your mind. You will not have any doubt in your mind concerning that name. What I'm talking about is concerning his name. Concerning that name, that that name will work. It will work. Why not? Because there's power. You know that there's power in that name. That name is vested with power. It's vested with authority. And because you are, you are, you are saying what you're supposed to say, everything will be fine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But take your authority and act by meditation. Act by meditation. Think about it. So that whenever any challenge rises up, you rise up through the power of the Holy Spirit and address them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lift up your hand wherever you are. And thank God for what you shared with you. Father, we are grateful. Father, we are thankful. In the next two minutes, just thank him. Give him glory and give him praise. Thank you for the knowledge that you have brought to us. Thank you for the word that you have brought to us. Thank you, Father. Oh, we give you glory. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you glory, Lord. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. Hola habamande, elebelebe, shanamande, lego salabalaba. Thank him. Thank him wherever you are. Thank him wherever you are. Oh, Father, we give you. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's Word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T Podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's Word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.